Everybody, yeah. Yeah. Listen to this pod. Yeah. If you don't, I will come to your house tonight and rock your body right. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't know where I was going with that, but I'm sorry. I did not mean that. I will not rock your body right if you don't listen to the podcast. I don't even know technically what that means. But anyway, guys, it's Stefan from a comedy advice podcast. I'm not going to include my name in case the police come after me after that weird Backstreet Boys musical threat slash I don't know. But today... You guys will dine. You will dine on this delicious content that I have prepared for you. And my co-chef in this whole ordeal is none other than the comedian and ex-dancer, Kim McVicker. Oh my gosh, she has a new special out called Please Notice Me. You guys, I have a link in the show notes for you to go watch it. It is awesome. Kim has a great, unique style, and she really harnesses it in her special. So we talk a little bit about that. We talk about some other things. But ultimately, we have a great time as we talk. So you guys are going to have a great time as you listen. I am I am proud to present your dinner. This is your dinner. So you can skip dinner. This is like zero calories. If you scan this in on Weight Watchers, it's no points. So you're welcome is what I'm trying to say. But let me flip the table over just a second. (laughs) That stuff crashing because I flipped it over, but I didn't take any glasses or silverware off. But I wanted to say thank you. You guys have been awesome listeners. And I just, mm, God, I just get little chills, little goose pimples, as the English and British would say. But you guys give me chills with how supportive you are, how loving you are, all the great feedback and comments, all the questions that you submit, everything. It just is like a warm embrace on my cold, quarantined body. So thank you. And if you guys want to continue to embrace me, rock my body right from the inside, I guess, leave a review, subscribe, tell a friend. And then if you want to support me on Patreon, you can go there. A link is in the show notes. And there are some great tiers on Patreon. You can get some exclusive content, bonus content ad-free content, depending on which tier you subscribe to. But all that money, 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 money helps me make a better podcast. Because what I'm trying to do is hire a different host that's way better than me. So you guys will be in for really good content. Because old Steph, we want Steph in 2.0 that doesn't sing Backstreet Boys songs about coming into your house and rocking your body right. All right? So sorry about that again. Really sorry. I didn't mean to. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling and get on with the show. A comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for deaf and, and friends. To make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Seven? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of A Comedy Advice Podcast. My name is Stefan Satani, and I am your host. Joining me today is a very special guest. She's toured the world as a comic, and she has voted most popular online stand-up in the United States by The Laugh Factory in 2016. She's also been featured in Funny or Die and has garnered over a million views. She's also been on the MTV Music Video Awards, Brie Does Comedy, and her debut special, Please Notice Me, is out now. Everybody, please welcome Kim McVicker. Uh, uh, uh. I don't want to do a crashing sound. <laughs> 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 like my career. Oh man! Welcome to the show, Kim. It's a pleasure to Dang. have you. That's great to be here. You don't live here in LA. By here, you don't live with me, right? You don't. You're not in the other. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm just here for fun. Uh, just cool, visiting. Cool. No. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. No, I am actually in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, cool. Are there clubs open there? I think there's one club open here, the House cool. of Comedy. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. It seems like things are okay. They've kind of spread people out a lot. So I think that you could, there's a maximum capacity of three people, including okay. the headliner. <laughs> so great, great, great. you get the two in the crowd. And uh-huh. uh, yeah, it's a good Sounds time. Okay. But yeah. what about over there? I think everything's closed for the yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, there. yes and no. There's certain clubs that are trying to like fight it real hard. They're doing like crazy antics like in san diego there's a club that had like a puppet out in front 
it was like people outside eating and then they put a puppet where the comics were somewhere else because they're really <laughs> trying to do it uh and i think that's great that they're working that hard to like find their loop you know i you can't catch COVID from a puppet right exactly the puppet is like the mask of the hand Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's really good yeah. and then it's like kind of like sesame street and a comedy show at the same time yeah which... otherwise it's the comedy store they just like a uh, roast battle they'll play it and it's live but the people are the comics are inside but everyone else is outside watching it on a tv which is oh, weird that is weird yeah because the comics hear no laughter and they're just like and then <laughs> afterwards <laughs> you leave and then everyone's like as you leave the room and it's like uh, <laughs> that's weird it's weird it's weird that's so awkward i mean if you would think if you're a comic and you're like we're gonna do a show it's gonna be the same as before except no laughter are you okay with that and you're like they're still gonna be watching live they're just gonna be outside <laughs> you're gonna be inside god you know yeah. here they've actually they've started to do some drive-in shows mm-hmm. where you drive in and then to substitute for a laugh you honk more lights come on. Yeah, I've done a few of those shows. I got heckled by a parallel parker. Uh, it's like somebody was like taking forever to park the car, and I was like, ah, it's the first time I've been heckled by a parallel parker. It's okay. I don't know how to oh. parallel park, so it's fair. It's fair. It's fine. That's that's a tough one to combat too, because a car can kind of kill you. So getting in a, a tiff with a car is is tough. Yeah, and it takes. It was like someone who was trying so hard to be quiet, and it was like we're all just watching you parallel park, which puts more. Like if I was parking, I would be so nervous with everybody watching me, as well as like they can hear on the radio station me calling their play by play of their parking jobs. Well. That's fun. Look at all these innovative ways that we've kept comedy alive. Yeah, you just have to travel is what it is now. Just got to leave the state. Yes, exactly. And um, I was going to say, too, you, maybe in the nick of time, just got and recorded and is out now an album. Please yeah. notice me. Um, I wanted Such to a talk- great title. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cover art, too, with you. Just please, pretty please. Please, somebody. I said please. That's got to count for something. Hey, that yes, that is very polite. It's a good call to action, but it's not too aggressive. Yeah. It's It's got yeah. the please before. But yeah. uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about that. It was um, a very hilarious album. Oh, thank you. I- and I also noticed, and I think everybody else noticed as well, there were some dance numbers in there. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to be a back dancer. So um, when I got offered this special, I was like, can I have dance in there? And they were like, yeah. Like it was, it was crazy how into it they were, Comedy Dynamics. Uh, and I was like, cool, because that's what I want to do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Uh, well, I do. I want to, I knew. After I figured out that I was going to do it, I knew how to place it because I um, get really bored when I watch stand-up specials. I love watching stand-up specials um, like live. Like I like watching them on TV too, but I always get bored like 20 minutes into them or I start daydreaming or something happens. So I was like, oh, we'll put a dance break in there for like people to like wash their brains out for a second. I like it. It's a good palate cleanser. And I totally agree with that because I feel like a lot of people – they after 25 minutes i'm the same way i'm like oh, okay i i even if i'm engaged with it and it's nice it's just a lot of comedy and if you're laughing too it's a lot of laughter so you kind of run out of steam at the after 25 minutes you're like ha ah, 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 ah. so i think it's a nice little break to do the dancing in there but i was also gonna say i heard on another podcast that you had ankle surgery like three weeks before did I did like right before yeah maybe three right before Christmas and we shot it January 11th or January 10th no the 11th uh my birthday's the 10th that's why I was like wait it was around my birthday oh happy um, birthday like six thanks. months late yeah 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 it's fine <laughs> um yeah I had surgery I went jogging one time um <laughs> oh no just the one <laughs> Yeah, I'm never jogging again. I'll stick to dancing as my exercise. Um, I ran down Runyon and uh, it got me at one. Uh, and I ended up no. having to get a whole, like, they took out half of my nerve out of my ankle. So, like, it, I couldn't walk for a few weeks. And then, like, three days before this, this show was taping, I could walk. And then I put on heels and I was like, that was not until the day of the show. 
and like all the choreography. I learned it the day before the special, like, no, sorry, the day before I had the surgery. And then the day before the rehearsal of the special was the only two times we ran it because I was like, well, we'll see. But I was also like, I'm, I, if I mess up, it's fine. It's funny. It doesn't need to be, doesn't need to be amazing all the time. Well, you know what? It was amazing. And I was impressed. I was impressed before I heard about you breaking or not breaking your ankle, um, having surgery. And then, and then afterwards I was like, wow, this is a exceptional, I had to revisit it to see it again. And I did see it. I was, I was wondering if there was going to be a wince or anything, but just straight face like a boss. Uh, well, they, like, yeah, I don't, I didn't feel anything in my foot cause I had no nerve yet. Like it hadn't grown back yet. Um, so there was oh, no, they pain. grow back. I didn't even know that I'm learning that now it's growing back right now. Um, and that's a little bit weird and painful at times. Um, but yeah, your nerves can grow back. Uh, they hope that it grows back all the way. Me too. Um, otherwise, they just don't have feeling in half of my foot, which is also fine. No pain is better than pain. Um, oh my but god! But they wrapped it so big. So if you watch it in slow motion, I'm sure you can see that one shoe is like really fat, and then the other one's like normal. Oh, holy shit! That's crazy. By the way, that is pretty insane. The doctors are like, "Well, we're gonna just take the nerve off. Maybe it'll grow back. Maybe not. We'll see what happens." So it was good luck. super. Yeah, it was so weird. I was like, um, "Cause he said that I was gonna walk no problem right after," and then I was like, "I can't walk on this. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, this is not good. <laughs> we're gonna have to figure this out." Oh um, shit! Did, and by the way, being a dancer, was that your first surgery, or did you? Yeah, I've never, I've, I'd never ever hurt my feet dancing. I think I broke my foot once when I was a teenager. Um, but other than that, you I toughed never, that one out though. You didn't uh, no surgery. I had a cast for like a few weeks, and that was it. And now I went jogging one time. <laughs> Running is bad for you. Nobody run. <laughs> if we need advice in your column, don't run. <laughs> Walk nicely. Oh, that's great. And I, I wanted to ask about the dancing too. I know you talked about it a little bit in your special about the after parties that you all got to go to. And then uh-huh. also back to the beginning of when you were 10 years old, you became very independent by taking cabs by yourself and, and things like that. But um, I was going to ask what the dancing was like and why you why you ended up not becoming a dancer. And, oh, uh, ending uh- up- I never wanted to be a dancer. We'll start with that. Uh, it was a weird childhood. You don't choose when you're a kid. I like I was on TV at five for dance. I never I liked taking dance classes and I liked doing shows, but I never was like, oh, I'm going to grow up to be a dancer. Uh, and then I grew up to be a dancer. Um, <laughs> uh, it just was like and I think it's partially why I booked any of the dance jobs to begin with is because I didn't want it. So it was never I was never nervous in the auditions. I was more like, well, if you like me, you like me. If you don't, you don't. You know, when in doubt, hump the floor, which is always my go-to move if I forget a dance. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I love the attitude of success here, by the way, too. It's like, I didn't really want it. So I just kept rising and rising and rising. And I'm like, if I don't get it, it's fine. And then you get it and you keep going. I think that's how most people succeed in things, too. Like, I'm very competitive. I will say that I didn't like being the worst. I would always have to be the best person in the class to my ability. And I wasn't like, I never, ever thought that I was a good dancer to this day. I still say that I was like people, you know, I was just waiting for them all to realize that it's all a lot. Like it's <laughs> insane that whatever. I don't think that I was that good. I just think that I was a good time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's my personality. <laughs> I, I like that. That's a nice quote. Yeah. I was just a good time. Sounds like a drunken 20 year old. <laughs> it's just a good time. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't good. Just a good time. I love that. I'll tell that to my wife next time. But um, so you ended up stopping at at what age? Ooh, uh, so I danced when I go. I, I went on tour until I was like, I moved to America when I was 16 and for dance and I was doing like some odd end jobs and then I got in a car accident and then I didn't have to dance. And by have to, I mean, like, I just quit. Like, it wasn't an accident so much. It was, like, more me being, like, I don't want to dance anymore. Because I didn't know, I didn't know that kids hung out after school. I didn't know that that existed. The first time I was, like, outside of school and these kids were, like, just walking slowly and talking to each other. I was, like, what are you doing? And they Why were, aren't like, they dancing you? together? Why aren't they what, choreographing? Why aren't you going to class? Like, you should be going to something. Like, I thought you had to get your job on. And uh, they were, like, <laughs> we're just hanging out. And I was, like 
that's a thing. And then I went home and was like, mom, I'm quitting. People hang out. Do you know there are parties on weekends? Do you know that? I haven't been invited to one. <laughs> Turned out I was. She just hid them from me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, have great, I have a great mom. So then I quit for two years. And then I got back into it at 18 I went okay. on some weird tour uh, and then I would just do like some, some weird jobs. tour. Yeah. I don't remember what it was. I just remember it was touring around America and it finished in New York and my boyfriend at the time showed up to the show and I was mad about it. <laughs> That's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> High school. I was just like, oh, I told you not to come. Uh, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> somebody's trying to be nice and supportive i usually that's typically how i am though somebody's like trying to be nice that i care about and i'm like oh stop it <laughs> I, can't, I can't handle this it's too nice so you ended up stopping and then when did was there a bridge between dance and then comedy or did you just jump did you dance gracefully from dance into comedy yeah i mean i still i still do choreography for some jobs and stuff so like um and then when did I start stand up? I, I don't have like a good, like I started stand up story. I don't have a, like a, I mean, I was always the kid in mm -hmm. elementary school that would try to tell jokes, but I didn't think of it as stand up. I'd like would get in, we used to have in school detention at recess where you'd have to stay inside for recess was your punishment. And I would just clown by the window and do like miming stuff and pretend I got electrocuted and stuff like that for the other kids. Um, <laughs> And so like, that's probably when I started it, but it wasn't, it wasn't intentional. Um, and then I decided one day that I wanted to try stand up, and I literally got up that week. <laughs> it's like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to write something tomorrow. And then I, I did an open mic and I was the worst. Uh, my friends say it was good. My friends said that, but I, I don't believe her. <laughs> nice. And how long total have you been doing stand up for? Like nine years, maybe 10. Okay. Somewhere in there, like just stand up because I did uh, sketch comedy and like um, writing short skits and stuff like that the whole time I was dancing. So I was kind of doing both of those in my 20s and stuff like that. Oh, wow. OK. Yeah. Nice. And then I, I noticed um, that you co-wrote, co-produced and starred in uh, Brie Does Comedy with Brie <laughs> Olsen. Which, yeah, that's uh, a porn star if you don't know who that is everybody <laughs> yeah i so I, I started to watch it and i was like oh this is cool and then i was like i think i recognize that girl <laughs> and then i was like is she a, an olsen twin or like from the olsen dynasty or something uh, fair, maybe fair. a cousin and then i realized where she was from and i was like oh well a wave of shame washed over me and i was like okay i think that's why i recognize her but most guys tell me immediately they're like i know who that is so you should feel good about yourself and so should your <laughs> wife that it took you a minute yeah, I, I guess I do feel less bad about that part. But yeah, yeah it, it was uh, it was a really funny show from the clips that I saw on Funny or Die and YouTube and everything. But how did that end up being a thing? Because that seemed like a really funny and good idea. And so it was really fun to watch. Yeah, it was it was super, so Bree and I um, were we were still friends, but we were like really good friends, I would say. Um, we mm -hmm. live like two blocks away from each other and we would hang out and stuff like that. And we did this sketch show together at Second City um, where she was like a guest and we just hit it off as friends. And then um, I was like, hey, we should we should write you something because you clearly want to be like funny and people should watch the change of you going from one form of uh, a style of entertainment business. <laughs> I don't know the nice way to like say that, <laughs> to, to the, the form that you want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, we just, I wrote her like this thing about like people following her trying to be, you know, and she's actually very good about being a good actor and things like that. Like she's not, she's not an airhead by any means, you know, she's mm -hmm. a very smart woman mm -hmm. who just did what she wanted. And I think that's really cool. I personally have never done it, nor have I watched her original work, um, but I'm sure I've heard it's great. <laughs> Stellar I mean, reviews. Yeah. People uh, love it, you know, and now <laughs> I don't even know. Now everybody's doing it, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. No, I, I thought I thought you guys did a great job and I thought the acting was good where some of the scenes that I was watching was when she was trying to do, get booked for a cat food commercial. And she's just oh. like, it's so hard. And she had her sexy voice and the guy was like, what are you doing? And so I thought she did a good job of of um, acting in that. I thought. Yeah. So. Yeah. She did great. Yeah. 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 But, 
But enough about Brie. Let's talk more about you. She's wanted, great. She's great. Wanted to talk a little bit more about the special. And so um, this is your debut special. It was nothing short of phenomenal. I loved the um, – and it seems like a lot of the material came – a lot of it came from family, which mm-hmm. I can relate to. I come from a family of five. Um, I was not a dancer, so I can't relate to that part. But um, you talk a lot about your brothers. You t- one, Just one line about Tammy. Just one line. <laughs> yeah, that's all she gets. And she was there. She was at the show. Uh, oh, so. really? <laughs> what did you get when you show up? I talk about you less. So, no. My mom was there, too. Uh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. I was going to ask, how did the family feel about it when... I'm sure you you ran the jokes by them and everything, but... A hundred percent. I made sure that they knew what was going on. The only thing that I got any form of lashback, and it's the most minor thing, is um, I talk about my super gay brother. People don't like that, but that's in the joke is what it is. Um, But uh, I talk about him painting a building purple in Toronto and how it's across the street, but it's really on the street called Carlton Street, which is two blocks away. Uh, But I say across the street in the special because it was shot in the US and I mean, it was live, whatever. And then I did fact check that and uh, yeah. People, People were like, where is it it's like (laughs) it's on carlton street and i don't know if it's still purple like i was talking about when i was 16 in his house (laughs) like could still be purple but the owner may have made it less gay i don't know not that purple is gay purple is any color you want Um, but the joke itself for those who are listening is about my brother painting his building purple to be outed in the early 90s and early to that early late 90s it'd been late 90s yeah it just reminded me, I, I loved that type of humor and I loved the jokes at the family because I do that with my family all the time. But I thought your your material was awesome. And I also, I think you also had some observational comedy in there intertwined, which I thought was really cool because usually sometimes it's leaning one way or another, but then you talked about crows and crows. learning a lot about crows. I'm terrified of crows. So was, I love, it, I have so much bird material. I should just do a special on birds. I mean, like penguins, I just found out they don't they don't mate forever. Everyone always says it's forever. It's just the season where they're hatching that kid. Really? Forever. Right. That's crazy. I'm going to I haven't researched it enough. I'm going to look into it more to find out if it's like some birds, some like, I don't know. I don't know. Some species of penguins. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just I just learned that not it's not forever. And I'm just like, that's what everyone puts their status on forever is like penguin. Yeah, that's right. Penguins. Isn't there another species like swan or? I don't know. Koala. I don't know. (laughs) Koalas are single. They're like, they're a hot mess. Koalas all have STDs. (laughs) They are always single. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Koalas are like the frat bros of the animal kingdom. Just sitting around eating eucalyptus all day. That's rough. But anyway, I wanted to ask a little bit about that, too, because you've intertwined them very nicely. But I, I wanted to ask about finding your voice. I know you've been doing nine years in comedy and stand up. Did it take a long time for you to develop into what Please Notice Me brought? Or um, did you just find it super easy and you were like, this is me? I found me. I'm still trying to find me, man. Uh, I mean, this is just, you know, like you learn through doing it. And uh I just, I like random facts. I like learning random facts. I also love shitting on my family members. They do it to me too. So it's fair. Like everyone out there know that when we get together, I'm equally, I just get paid to do it. Uh, <laughs> I monetized it and they didn't, and that's on them. Uh, no, they're great. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just like, I did what were my favorite jokes. Like that was all. I was just like, these are the funny ones to me. And now I tried to do it in like weird, like the first half is my family. The second half is my marriage-ish slash relationships. And then the third part is um, all the fun things that I think are fun and then a wrap-up of it all. Nice. I-, I was just about to ask too, I know that you mentioned in your special, speaking of uh, your marriage and your husband, he started a band or joined a band at 37 <laughs> years old. How is that band doing with the pandemic? He got kicked out of the band. No! Oh. Everybody, he's no longer in the band. Uh, it didn't affect me because I didn't know. He wasn't in the band for, that was after the taping he told me. He was like, babe, I'm, they kicked me out of the band. I was like, what? <laughs> Such a bitter tag. Oh, so mad about it. I didn't know. I didn't know. But well, 
Yeah, he was never in a band. Like he was in a band. And then I kicked him out in like 48 hours or a week or something like that. And for two years, I thought he was in a band. Our marriage is doing great, by the way. Uh, <laughs> just, I never asked him because I never wanted to go. Uh, so I just, you never wanted to feign the interest for him to tell you more. Because then he would have been like, want to come see my show? Like that was what I was afraid of. So I just never asked about it. <laughs> and then he never told me because I was not the nicest when he told me he was joining a band. Oh my God. That is so funny. I mean, I have a song, I have a song in my special, which is just as bad as singing in a band, right? Like it's, I don't know. (laughs) You know what? It's actually very catchy that my wife and I were both, she saw the special too, loved it. And we were both singing in the car after we watched it last week. It's been Uh, on the radio that it's called works harder than an ugly stripper for those who have no idea what we're talking about. And, um, it's been on the radio and I always wanted to be a one hit wonder. So I'm counting that as my one hit, everybody. <laughs> Wait a second. The song has been on the radio. Yeah. Now I'm like, it's been on like Sirius XM, like the comedy channels, not on like music channels, but I heard it on, uh, it was either raw dog or she's so funny. And I was like, that's my song on the radio. <laughs> it counts. It counts. It counts. It counts. My that's songs great. on the radio, everybody. The setup's there too. Is it on Spotify? It is. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, I think yeah. I might put that as the one of my next stories. I'll have that song in there so people oh, can. So good. Want to spread you know, the dancers out there too? Those boys were hot. <laughs> <laughs> they were good-looking gentlemen. I will. They say. were. They were great. Yeah. I didn't even know that. They were like, can we take off our tops in this dance? And I was like, can you? Yeah, I don't. I, I wouldn't put that on somebody else. But as soon as they did it, I was like, oh, I see why you guys wanted to take it off. Because you guys you guys had it to show. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Since you're offering, I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, 100%. Not twist yeah. my arm, really. Yeah, exactly. That's great. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I know. It was funny, too, seeing you. I think I heard you on another podcast talking about it, too. And. The guys were very good-looking gentlemen, and then I think during the "Hotter Than an Ugly Stripper" song, it was really funny seeing you look at one of the guys topless and be like, "Ooh, hot over here, hot, hot." Hey. So, hey. yeah. <laughs> oh, back in my backup dancer days, everyone looked like that, but <laughs> <laughs> I used to look like a dude like that. No, I wish. <laughs> God, did you ever have a six-pack? I've never yeah. had a six-pack. Oh, I had an eight pack. Now I have a coronavirus uh, drinking pack. (laughs) Corona keg. I like it. What else are you going to do? Yeah, I've just become more voluminous because hair all around me and then extra fluff. So I I think I'm turning into like a bear. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I'm acting like one too because I just sit around all day eating honey or other snacks and uh, yeah, getting stuck hibernating, in holes. Just hibernating yeah. for nine months or however. Yeah, it's wonderful. Hope. We're we're coming up on nine months, aren't we? What was yeah. it? Yeah, like March. We're almost in the point where we'll have babies that were created and produced in COVID times, like full COVID babies. Like anything that's coming out now was made before COVID. Uh, that sounds like I, a, the worst comedy special ever created and produced <laughs> by COVID. Like COVID babies. COVID babies. Yeah, they're about to happen. Like full, like, oh, you made a baby during COVID. Oh, God. Oh, I'm excited. I, I wonder if they get special. <laughs> Not, me. Co- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not me. I was like, do we have extra news here? I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking. Oh, I hope they don't get extra special COVID names and things like that. Oh, they will. It'll be like COVID. Kobe. Oh, god damn it. That's actually kind of cute. I do Instead like of that. Cody, it'll like Kobe, come here. Kobe. Covidino. Covito. <laughs> Covidino. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to get into the self help portion and we're going to get started with a quote to a motivational quote to get us all pumped up to answer some questions before. I get started and give my quote. I like to ask my guests usually if they have an inspirational quote that helps them get through their days. Oh, my favorite quote that I think I have on one of my social medias probably from like when I was a teenager was always for uh, somewhere someone is practicing and when you meet them, they will beat you. (sighs) Doesn't it make you want to get more work done? That just made me be like, you should have done more today. 
Oh my god! I know. I just felt like that. That was like an Italian grandmother telling me, "Like, hey, what are you doing here?" Yeah, someone else is working harder than you. I was talking with a comic. Uh, yes, I was at the comedy store just hanging uh, yesterday, and a comic was saying um, how you know it, actors take really hard times to get fit. You know what I mean? Like they work out twice a day. They have a chef. Like it's all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, all of us could have done this in COVID time. Though. Like we had the time, and like. We just didn't do it. Um, You're right. You're absolutely yeah. right. You know what's funny is my wife and I, we are still working out every day, but we are not walking. So we, I, I, I have my, I threw off my Fitbit in a rage today because I just hate it seeing it goes off and it's like, you have a hundred more steps to do this hour. And I'm wow. just like, no, I don't. I'm just going to sit here. And fortunately I do have a job and it's work from home, but it doesn't cause me to walk a lot. So I'm. I'm not as successful as those actors. I mean, as you can see, <laughs> it looks like I'm doing method acting for a guy that lives in his grandma's basement. So. None of us are. <laughs> anyway, but that's a great quote. I really like that quote. Inspired, I am. Now, I'm going to present a quote. This is actually not by a person. This is by a robot. Whoa, future quotes are made by robots? Well, we'll see. We'll see how, how on the head this one got. But this is by a robot called Inspirobot that uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man and mash them together for an inspirational quote. Whoa. All right. We can give this one a rating. You can see how, how inspirational this one is. But this week's quote from Inspirobot, we'll try and figure it out too, is if one seeks to get a second date, one has to work for it and behave parasitic. What's parasitic mean? I got to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my wife asked me too. I So from what I understood, I might be wrong, but I thought like a parasite just I know latches, what a parasite on, is, yeah. latches onto the host. So if you're being parasitic, you're being like a parasite. Oh, that sounds like a nightmare. Don't do that, guys. One must don't not do that. that. Quote. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I f no, I feel, like, I feel like first off, they tried to use the guys in Spirebot very crafty. By, by saying one instead yeah. of you. So I feel yeah. like I was in for the ride for some- Very fortune some cookie. Bulky wisdom. But then after that, it was like, well, one has to work for it. I guess you kind of do. If you want a second date, you got to work you know, for it. If it works, uh, I, my husband and I, we didn't try at all and we still got married and it was great. <laughs> like I tried so hard for my oh. second date with I usually didn't try so hard but for my wife she uh ghosted me and then I oh. tried I usually if they ghost I'm like whatever but then uh I tried to get her to hang out with me go on a second date and she said no uh not now and so I was oh. like well okay Maybe I'll try just not now yeah, yeah I'll yeah. try again tomorrow and I tried and it's embarrassing admitting this to all of my listeners but I tried and uh, I don't know if I was quite parasitic but I I tried, let's just say that. And then she said yes. And now we are happily married. It's been eight years. Wow. Yeah. We're so. we're at seven, I think. And we didn't try at all. So I mean <laughs> to each their own, I guess. Different strokes for different folks. I mean, try or not try. I guess well, it's I will just... say we got engaged really fast and uh, like in thirty three days. And I think that that marriage so fast made us be honest up top which typically mm. I wouldn't have been honest. Like if a guy was like pursuing me hard, I would have been like, okay, I'll just ignore that this part bothers me and bring it up later. And then never would have brought it up and it just would have festered. Uh, whereas I think like the success comes from being like, Oh, we're going to spend it forever together. Uh, I gotta tell you, I hate it when you do this <laughs> like, right away. <laughs> I think it works better. Yeah, that's true. It, actually my grandma, she got married two weeks after two weeks dating my grandpa and wow. they she did the same thing she actually told me that she's like i went to my your grandfather and i told him all of, actually she said everything that's wrong with her so oh, she went the other way she's like i am stubborn as a mule and blah 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 and blah. i i don't like gravy and so she just said all of her flaws and i think in me telling him all the things i didn't like in him he saw the stubborn and i didn't have to tell him about that <laughs> like, just being like um like <laughs> Here's like what that. you're in for. I'm a great catch, everybody. <laughs> no, 
<laughs> no, you are. You're a gem. You're a gem. But I, my wife too, she is very honest with me. And that's one thing I super appreciate because she is also very stubborn. But I'm okay with that as long as she just tells me how we are in the moment and how she's feeling. And if she doesn't like something, she lets me know. And I'm good with that because I know where we stand. Instead yeah, of I think that's the, especially during this pandemic, people who are separating and not being with their partners anymore. I think it's the learning lesson of like, if you don't tell the truth, it's so much harder to get through things. Yes. Yes. Cause you're trapped so, with them right now, man. Such a blessing in some ways, this virus and, and pandemic COVID babies like Covidino. Yeah. V- can't wait for a little Kobe. A little Kobe. Q. Oh God. It almost sounds like an extra genus of co kale or, or, or like a new iceberg lettuce. Someone will name their kid Kobe. Wait for it. Kobe. Oh, God. All right. Well, I feel like we're nice and inspired now, so we're going to move on to the questions. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We've got our first question. It's from Reddit. It's found by our fan Barrett. Thank you, Barrett. Yeah, thanks, Barrett. <clears throat> it says, killed a houseplant a new friend gifted me, and it gets worse. So oh. me and this friend have known each other for two months, and I can really see us being friends for good. Or whatever. I mean, a long friendship. She gave me this houseplant as a gift. She has a lot of them in her place. I forgot to water it for a couple days and it died. Now my friend, who's not in the city right now, asked me how the plant is doing and I keep lying, saying it's doing great. What do I do? Help. Sincerely, roots of all evil. So. Two problems. You've been friends for a month and she gives you a plant. Like, that's a... Is that so too soon? You, I don't know. If this person has a ton of plants, did she really give you anything or did she just get rid of a plant? Because she has too many. <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't think about it that way. She oh, regifting these plants or did her plant make baby COVID plants and is now she's getting um, little Covey plants? Um, little Coveys. You know, maybe I was, think, I was thinking like BFF bracelets. They were like BFF plants. Could so be. Like I got you a succulent and I got a succulent, and then we're going to cherish them as long as our friendship lasts. And then once they die, we're done. Or something Whoa. along the lines of like best friend. Yeah, that's a lot of pressure. So, that is a lot of pressure, actually. I would it's a bad idea. Say, buy a new plant. Just tell her it's the same. And that it grew different. That's it's a, a plant. Gr- it's not a kid. Uh, it, it grew different. <laughs> She's like, I didn't give you roses. Just like, well, it grew different. I, just, I don't know. Uh, you know, I got, I don't have filtered water here. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> turns out where I live, um, yeah, succulents turn into roses. <laughs> yeah. I have a beautiful sunflower from the succulent. I don't know, but yeah, that's a good idea. Buy another plant and be like, it transformed just like our friendship. Look at us. We were saying being honest is so great. And then the first thing of advice, it's like, don't be honest. (laughs) Lie. Whatever you do, (laughs) lie. Buy a different plant. Cover this up because they're so early in the friendship. That's what uh, I like to get a gift that early in a friendship is interesting. Yeah. You could also set up your friend to fail and get them a really fickle plant. Or a Uh, like uh, orchids. Oh, a (laughs) bait or a just give him a, a he or a dog or something like that. Like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, but um, or or maybe like a rodent. Do rodents last long? Are they hard to take care of? I mean, the friendship ferret? would stop right away. Oh, oh, you think like fair? I immediately went to cockroach, and I was like, why would you give somebody a cockroach? <laughs> Get in a box of cockroaches, <laughs> and your friendship's over, so you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, but gross. yeah. Oh, I don't like cockroaches. Are there a lot of hey, cockroaches in LA? Uh, if I see one, it's too many. <laughs> so, good, yep. <laughs> good point. Good point. Good point. Yeah. God, I remember horror stories when I used to live in uh, the East Coast and friends from New York, they'd be like, yep, I remember I woke up and there was a fat roach on my <gasps> chest. Oh, I would die. I would die. I would die. If I touch one, I, I'd never. I would die. Oh, I would yeah. die. They're actually, have you ever tried eating like a grasshopper or a cricket? No. And I'm not a vegan. I just, uh, you know what? I was talking about these. I thought it was a roach last night and I screamed, but it was a cricket. But crickets in LA don't look like crickets in Canada. Crickets in Canada are cute. 
crickets in LA look like half of a roach. <laughs> oh god. They're gross. They're scary. Oh, they're so scary. In Canada feel- they're like fun and they bounce and they're cute. Mm, not in LA. Uh- Oh man, I can imagine them with little scarves and shit in Canada. Yeah, they're so cute. Friendly. Saying like, sorry, sorry they got in your sorry, way. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you go ahead. Then I'll hop. Yeah, here they're just fucking rude little roaches. Yeah. Give me your That's food. F- we we have we have the meanest of all insects, I feel like, or all roaches, the scorpion here <gasps> in Phoenix. Those will kill it, you, right? Uh no, I don't think so. They, they, they won't kill you, but they will hurt you. And it just like their 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 gait and their main stance is like fuck you because it's yeah. got it's stinger it's like the middle finger up yeah. right but yeah yeah it's like oh, okay yeah come at me bro come at me so it's really tough for all of you audio listeners I was exerting myself trying to do the scorpion but yeah they're just mean mean things and they're ugly and they've got the little hairs on their body so yeah it's kind of yucky what kills them. A foot. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know if like an animal would eat it. Like I would, instead of giving, like if I was to get you a present knowing where you live, it wouldn't be a plant. It would be something that would kill that bug. <laughs> so do you, do you want to know what kills scorpions is? I'm sure there are many things, but this is the most badass. It's called a scorpion mouse. And it's a mouse that over the generations became immune to the sting. And so it will just go over there and beat the shit out of the scorpion and then eat it. That's what, that's the gift you need to get your friend plant lady. If she lives in Arizona, uh, there we go. A scorpion. And they also, they howl at the moon. It's the so, mice? yeah, it's so ferociously cute. I saw a TV on Netflix. There's a show called tiny creatures and there's mm-hmm. one about Phoenix episode one and it shows it howling at the moon and i think no that's not real and then i google it and it actually howls at the moon i think i watched that one too i saw where uh the fish lives inside the other fish's butthole i don't know if that's the same one it might be a different documentary it was hilarious there's a type of fish that lives inside another fish's butthole and i was like this is the best and they show it uh oh my god you want to what's the name of the fish Oh, I don't remember. I have to look it up. Oh, but okay. the if you, I'm sure if you Google like animal that lives in fish's butthole Netflix, it'll pop up. It, it'll yeah. <laughs> whole lot of whole lot of other things are going to pop up. But I'm yep, sure that'll also, be result yeah. one. Yeah, wow, that's great. Frida's okay, comedy will pop up. No, I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, we're gonna go on to our next question. This is from Reddit. It's from our fan Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. It says, I've been told I have a smooth voice. I've been told I have a voice like a therapist. What does this mean? And how can I use this to my advantage somehow? Sincerely, therapist, I don't know what this means. So, first. Did you write this one? I did. You? <laughs> did you ask him? Guilty. Guilty. This was me. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how I can use my voice. I've never gotten I have a smooth voice like a therapist, though. I feel like. <laughs> I don't know what therapist voice are supposed to sound like, but I don't know if smooth, maybe like understanding. Any therapist I've ever been to just has been like, it's okay to cry. Like that's all I imagine this person saying a lot. (laughs) (laughs) He's got a lot. That's what they do. They make you cry, right? That's all therapists do. They make you cry. And sometimes they give you drugs. Is that that kind of therapist, right? Does this therapist (laughs) have a pad, a medical pad? And drugs. I mean, it seems like you're not really getting anything for you, though, if you're being a therapist, right? If But this person's asking how they can use it to their advantage. So how can they be, how can they use their voice and then, because a therapist does nice things for others. Do they get any, I guess, the reward of helping? And a lot of bank, right? They and a lot of money. money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, lots of, lots of money, lots of cheddar. So I guess just be a therapist. Yeah, go to school and become a therapist. You already got the voice. (laughs) Or make an Instagram and just be like uh, therapy from a non-therapist and then just make your own channel on Instagram and give really bad advice or really good, your choice. Uh, Mm, Okay, or do a podcast where you give self-help to the helpless. See, I knew you wrote it. I knew it. It was you. 
Maybe you could do something else. Like you could do a sleep app where you could help mm-hmm. people go to sleep. That's pretty nice too. And you could do that. I wish they put a clip of their voice with this. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Because what if they're so wrong? What if their voice sounds like mine? And it's like not not soothing at all. <laughs> I've like, been told ah. I have a smooth voice. <laughs> oh god! My mom says I'm smooth with the ladies. <laughs> How do I do this more? Uh, yeah, that's true. We should get a sample before we start shooting off all these crazy ideas of what they could do with their smooth voice. But assuming they do, you know, I, I feel like there's your voice. There is a place for your voice somewhere. Mm-hmm. I think it could be in comedy. It could be in therapy. It could be in um, radio, TV. It could be just for your significant other and no other people. I don't know. It could be could be for puppets. Get a puppet and like make puppet videos or learn how to do cartoon stuff and do cartoon voices. Oh, that's very I yeah. Animation. You could be in animation. There's an endless possibility. I think. And you don't even need to have a smooth voice. I think the smoother your voice, smooth voices are out, I think, because everybody has a, well, not everybody, but that was the coveted thing years ago, especially in voice acting. So if you hear another voice, if I'm like, Tylenol is great for getting your headaches cured, people are going to just zone out because they're like, okay, smooth voice, lulling me. Tylenol is great. it's gonna give you the headache and you're gonna buy tylenol to get rid of the headache do you want me to stop talking get tylenol (laughs) uh but yeah i feel like the the, then the smooth voice comes in is like tylenol is not recommended for ages and then that's the part where you oh yeah be the speed person at the end of every commercial this drug may cause cancer also you will die (laughs) i can't i can't do it but it's great That's good. So I feel like we just listed an endless amount of possibilities you do for you. So much, so much with that voice. So much, especially now. You've got the time. You can do anything you want, man. Yeah, now is the time for voices because you can't really go outside. That's right. All right. Well, there you go, Kevin or whoever. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeez. we've reached the end of our show. So. Oh, no. I know, but it was a great time to remember and for you guys to listen to. So if you liked it, I hope you subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend. But in the meantime, Kim, thank you so much for being an awesome guest. Thanks. Can I plug one thing? I was just about to ask, what have you got going on? What can you plug? Where can people find you? Plug all the things. I've got unlimited holes here. So So the first thing that is the most important thing to plug right now is i have an instagram called tinderman 2020 uh (laughs) it's just pictures of guys eating chicken tenders um so if you're a person who identifies as male and you like chicken tenders or you just happen to be near them take a picture send it to tinderman 2020 i'll post it there's some great people following it enjoy it (laughs) It's it's what i've done during this pandemic so with the, the special and everything else, we're we're plugging Tinderman. Yes. <laughs> make can no I, money on Tinderman. <laughs> can I ask what sparked the idea for Tinderman? Oh, uh drinking with my husband. We he had leftover Tinders and we, we were walking and we were passing all these outside restaurants and I was like, let's put these Tinders on someone's table and be like, hey, that table just ordered you these Tinders. Like instead of guys buying girls drinks, what if they brought you nuggets? Like what would your response be? And I was like, the first person we offered to, they were like, no, thank you. (laughs) It was really fun to watch. And I was like, people, and I made the Instagram on that walk, like with the Tinders in hand, like this must be done. Uh, He's actually the first Tinder man on there. Um, There's a photo in the dark. That's the night it was created. But I have gotten some people to send in photos uh, it's very new. It's very fun. Uh, it's just pictures of guys eating tenders. <laughs> and I would love for it to be a phenomenon. I'm going to brand it. We're going to make, I don't know what, plushies. <laughs> okay, we'll get weird. <laughs> TV series, movies, cartoons. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> the Tinder Squad. That could be like the new set of superheroes. Yeah. Edward so Tinderhands. Is it pronounced Tinder or Tender? Am I saying it wrong? Have I been saying I it wrong? Wrote, I, I don't know. I, again, called it Tinderman. I don't know if it's... It's not 
Like I spelled it like a chicken tinder, tinder. I don't, it's not tender man. It's tinder man. Cause it's chicken tinders, tenders, tinders. Now I don't know how to say it. Ugh. Oh, cause I thought it was tenders, <laughs> but then tend, I feel like tinder man is nice. Tender, tender man would like lead into insinuate into a t- entirely different thing. It's, it's potato, potato. I don't mind you call it what you mean. <laughs> Just send if me it's, pictures. <laughs> if it's tenders, I would love being tender with tenders. And oh, that's cute too. Treating the tenders so tenderly. Tenderman was taken. I had to put 2020 after. <laughs> so it's Tenderman 2020. <laughs> it was already taken. Oh, That's internet. amazing. I did happen to see some of the videos too. I didn't know it was your account, and I saw in your story that you posted it. And I was yeah. like, this seems interesting. And then I started going down and getting lost in the feed. So yep. Tinderman comments on people's posts with just nugget, uh, those little uh, drumsticks too. So it's uh, it's uh, the way of life. I do have a scene of special you guys should check out too after you're done following <laughs> Tinderman. Uh, it is called Kim McVicker, Please Notice Me. It's on anywhere you like to stream stuff. You can get it. Uh, there's a link on my Instagram that's kim.mcvicker. But uh yeah, it's everywhere. You can get it on Amazon, iTunes. You can even watch it on YouTube. People have been watching it a lot on YouTube. That's where I I bought it on YouTube. Watched I didn't know you could buy stuff on YouTube. Me neither. Yeah. Until this. This was the first. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's super cool. And then I saw it on my desktop. And then I also put it on over on the YouTube on my smart TV. And so I was able to see it on the big screen. Yikes. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> but... But that'll all be in the show notes from Tinderman to your special to uh, Tinderman to Tinderman 2020. What else was there? <laughs> I thought there was one more thing they were playing. Oh, to your Instagram. Your Instagram yeah, yeah, will yeah. also be there. It'll all be there. And then you guys get bonus points if you eat Tinders while you're watching the special. Yeah. Send videos of that. Oh, yes. I'm I'm going to ask because I don't really know how to make chicken tenders, so I might ask neither my, do I <laughs> my wife to make some and so I can eat them while watching the special. You so. will get on Tinderman twenty twenty immediately. Hell yes. Five five nuggets up. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't I don't know. Uh, but I love this. This is amazing. This is great. Well, thank you so much, Kim. This has Anytime. been a pleasure. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll talk at you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.